deep in the forest, beneath overgrown moss and ivy, hidden away, lies the living library. It's alive. Hello? I'm sorry, this library isn't open to the public. And especially not to kids who leave books all over the floor and squash sandwiches between the pages or something. So if you'll trot your little feet off the way you came... Uh, what's that? You have a library card? <sighs> Fine. I'm not sure which little blabberer told you how to find us. Perhaps our visitor last week. Their mouth was so big it made an echo when they burped. I think it's still echoing around the library stacks. Listen. Well, if you've searched out this particular branch, you know that we specialize in books on the weird and unusual in Ireland. The hauntings and curses, the fairies and banshees. Every single unusual event in the history of this country is captured on these shelves. What's that you say? Dusty shelves? Excuse me. So what kind of book do you want? Up near the ceiling where the bats roost, we have stories of air disasters and phantom planes. The messy section in the tower that I just can't keep in alphabetical order contains everything about Irish poltergeists. <coughs> I think one of our library spirits is a little under the weather. Ah, that seems to have caught your interest. And I just noticed you have a toy stethoscope around your neck. Yeah, because that'll work. So, uh, you're interested in medicine, and let me guess, you're from Dublin. I knew it! I have just the book for you. Follow me over here to the medical section. Why is it so cold? Isn't it obvious? The book covers are made of skin. We don't want them to start smelling. Nah, I left the window open. <laughs> Prepare your ears, little one, as I tell you all about Trinity College and the history of grave robbing. Trinity College Dublin, founded in 1592 by Queen Elizabeth I. Found it! Thousands of students have walked its cobbled campus. Hiya! Hi! Hi, guys! Including a very young Bram Stoker before he wrote the famous novel Dracula. And then the vampire bites them on the knee. Hmm, maybe not. But some students and teachers never left. The most famous Trinity College ghost is Edward Ford. By some accounts, a bit of a grump. Bah, humbug. In 1734, the lecturer was woken one night by drunken students on their way home from the pub. <laughs> Ford's response was a little extreme. Only one thing for it. <laughs> He may have missed, but unfortunately, the armed, drunken students didn't. Just shoot his wig off! Whoops! <laughs> he still haunts the campus. Just turn the page here. <clears throat> Could you keep it down? But what might interest you in particular? In 1999, while builders were making an extension of the Berkeley Library, they discovered dozens of human remains, including a few skulls. Uh-oh including fewer skulls. These included the bones of adults, 
Hey, that's my shin bone. Why isn't it on my body? Oh. A surprising amount of bones belonging to children. And, oddly enough, two massive bones belonging to a camel. Because the bodies were in many pieces, it was hard to tell exactly how many people there were. Okay, do it like a jigsaw. Start with the corners. But because of this, and the fact that the grave was so shallow, this meant that it was the work of medical students. Not that they had killed anyone, but they had illegally practiced on dead bodies and then dumped them in the dead of night. Shocking? Well, not in the 1800s. It was actually quite common. Grave robbing was rampant in those days. Right, love, I'm off to work. Don't forget your shovel! Thieves would dig up freshly buried coffins and steal any jewellery or finery the corpse had on them. But some went a little further and took the whole body. Under the cover of darkness, body snatchers or resurrection men would nab the corpses from the graveyards and sell them to medical schools, eager to find bodies to practice on. But how do I become a body snatcher, I hear you ask? Well, here's a quick how-to guide. Hi, my name is Doug, Doug Graves, and here's my top tips for successful body snatching. All based on actual events, do not try this at home with living relatives. Select a grave which has only been filled in that day. It won't require so much digging because you're going to need that strength. Make a hole just at the head of the grave. Then, with your metal hook, oh yes, bring metal hooks, smash the coffin lid, stick the metal hooks up the corpse's nose, and drag it out. Voila! Sounds a bit grisly? There were reports of some body snatchers filling a coffin with stones, going to the wake of a recently deceased person, and when the family were nice and drunk on the whiskey the snatchers gifted, they simply swapped coffins. Another reported case involved the snatchers taking a corpse at the wake, changing its clothes and walking off, pretending it was a drunken friend they were helping home. Keep it down out there! You've gotten an odd twinkle in your eye, little one. What's that? You don't want to be a doctor anymore? You want to be a body snatcher? I think it's time you went home. Oh, and just in case you were going to tell some of your little friends to pay us a visit, remember, this library isn't for kids. (laughs) 